0: to the Paint Rest Repeat podcast with Roz Gervais and
1: Laura Day, where we chat about our creative lives as artists while keeping it real and a little bit messy.
0: We're here to inspire creatives just like you to push past those boundaries and make art that you love. Let's dive in. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Paint Rest Repeat. Today we are talking specifically about designing your year because we are aware that this episode is coming out to you at the end of Jan, um 2024 and we are really excited about helping you to smash those goals this year. How are you, Laura?
1: Yeah, I'm good. And people might be wondering, well, we're already into the year a a bit already, but we do have those mums in mind that are in school holidays (laughs) and they're, you know, involved in getting their kids ready for school and all of the things and the white space in their calendar is just not there. (laughs) No, no. January doesn't exist in my world. It doesn't. It doesn't. (laughs) Yeah. People are probably still on holiday mode and all sorts of things are happening, enjoying sunshine and barbecues and social get togethers. So the year really only starts mid February or something like that, anyways. And we can wrap our head around those sorts of things that we want to bring into our life and bring into our year and start planning and goal setting and all those sorts of things. So This is what the episode is about today.
0: So we're going to be sharing some really powerful tips today, but we also wanted to invite you to our events. We are actually going to be running in a couple of weeks time, roughly, a live Zoom workshop where we're going to be taking you through how to reflect on the year that's been, align yourself with your values and work out your goals and also your action points for the year ahead. And we want to actually sit down with you, both of us, and help you specifically with your art business and how to get it where you want it to be by the end of the year. So this workshop is with both of us online on Zoom, which means it's accessible for everybody. We have a landing page, a web page where you can go and sign
1: up. What was the URL? Laura, do you know that? I've forgotten already? It is permissiontopaint.co slash design your year. And Roz, I'm so excited. We're doing an event together. This is the first one. We had a birthday party, didn't we, for the podcast, which was in 2022, I think. And then we sort of coasted through the second year (laughs) because there was so much happening around November last year and it just sort of got skipped. So maybe this can be like another sort of celebration of us, our collaboration, the podcast, all the things. Yeah, just a great way to hang out with you because I always love hanging out with you, Roz. I always have the best time and we're inviting everyone else to join us and hang out with us for a couple of hours on Zoom to do this amazing planning, dream space, designing your life and your year workshop. So we're really excited about this one. And we're estimating it's going to go for about two hours, we think. And the price point is, what did we decide? 22 Aussie dollars? An absolute bargain. We wanted to make it really affordable, very like no-brainer decision. We want as many people as possible to get access to this because planning and goal setting and setting a plan in place has been so important to all the amazing milestones and things that both Roz and I have achieved in our art business careers. And we think that this is really going to help you to create massive momentum and progress in your art business. So yeah, really affordable and Yeah, we'd love to see you all there. It's going to be absolutely awesome. Uh, I've done a lot of
0: sort of goal setting work before, not only in my own business and world, but also inside my membership. So it's something that I've got a lot of experience with. And then you've got experience with this and also some training in the area of goal setting, looking more at the you know holistic perspective. Is that right?
1: Yeah. I'm just thinking because we are pre-recording this, yeah. so, so my brain is somewhere else. <laughs> by the time this is live. Yeah. By the time that this is
0: live. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually coming to you from 1998. <laughs>
1: I was in grade eight. (laughs) Excellent. You're very wise. Oh, if I knew all the things I know now, I'd just be like, Laura, don't take life so seriously and you are going to make it as an artist. Anyhow. (laughs) Yeah. So by the time this goes to record, then I will be almost officially certified and have my certificate as a beautiful you live coach. And I just, the work is amazing and I can't wait to share that with amazing people one-on-one and in a group setting because I do have a group program coming a bit later in the year. But this episode is about us and our collaboration and also talking about how important goal setting is for artists, new and emerging and what it can do for you in your career.
0: Hello beautiful creatives, it is Roz here. I wanted to let you know about my free community over on Facebook. We are called the Permission to Paint Free Community and if you love making art, you must be part of this group. So head on over to Facebook to look us up. We have weekly art prompts, we have a monthly prize draw and I run two challenges, throughout the year inside this group as well, all for free. So come and get amongst it. I look forward to seeing you there. Bye. So towards the end of this episode, we are going to be sharing some action points for you that we would like you to take prior to coming along to the workshop. But before that, we did want to talk about the whole purpose of goals. So I don't know, I'm curious what your background is on this one, Laura, but I know that I hated goals for a very long time because for me, setting goals simply equaled failure because all I would do would set be set those perfectionistic the sky like the world is amazing, everything is going to work out exactly how I want it to work out, sort of goals like really, really perfect goals, and then never ever achieve them because hey, I'm human, and life happens, and so I have this really, really negative association with goal setting, and I just would avoid it and just not do any goal setting whatsoever and I think that fear of goals really stopped me from achieving what I wanted to achieve. But it actually, it even stopped me before that. It stopped me from imagining what I wanted to achieve because I didn't even dream at that point. What do you think? How's your, that sounds, (laughs) I didn't mean to make you sad. (laughs) Sorry.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) It is kind of sad about like not being in that dream space. That just comes naturally to me. I'm a Gemini and we're very like, future focus, forward thinkers in that la-la land of dream space and all the possibilities. So it could be something to do with my sign and my personality and my makeup that I just find it very easy to be in that space. But setting goals is almost like a roadmap to your future and it helps you steer you in the direction And one of the important things that I found along my journey and all of this personal introspection and learning about myself is learning about my values and actually writing them down and then sort of working with my values and my goals together and how that has helped me to remain in alignment with what is right and wrong for me. And then choosing opportunities or choosing to participate in certain events or work towards certain things like exhibitions and all of that sort of stuff that sort of, yeah, allowed me to like sort of steer the ship and build that roadmap and be able to plan out and break down all of the different actions I needed to take along the way to get to the the bigger destination or that vision.
0: I love that because I think the values part of it keeps you tracking in the direction that suits you. Because I think a lot of us, I don't know, self-included, tend to get distracted by what other people are doing or tend to think we should be doing this. And that sort of piece comes into the puzzle when really that's the extra piece that isn't needed in that puzzle box. You're imagining my puzzle box with extra pieces that are not required. So I think, you know, once we can tune into self through the values piece, then we can set goals and a direction and a dream. That is actually aligned with who we are and what we truly want and what's actually going to be fulfilling for us as well. Because I don't know if you've ever found yourself in a position doing something that you thought you should do, but it just like it was great from the outsider put outsider's point of view, but it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel good. And often I think personally that that's that misalignment of the values piece. Mm,
1: that's so interesting. Yeah. I can sort of think of times that I did, and it was mainly when I was in that transition phase of stepping into my art business. So I was working full time in retail and I had that secure job and regular paycheck and all of that sort of stuff. So it did feel uncomfortable, but I just got to the point where I just had to break away. I'm like, my skills and talents just not getting used in this environment. I'm not valued as a worker in this workplace and I just wasn't enjoying it at all because I had that like something within my heart that I needed to follow and express and try and there was well-meaning people in my life at the time that were actually really angry and frustrated at me for just quitting and following this art dream and setting up my business. I know that they were coming from a place of maybe being protective in a way, but I just followed like along in that career and just doing my duty, doing the job until it just got to a point where I just had to break away. And then that was just sort of the start of me becoming and becoming more confident in myself, confident in my voice, confident in my direction and where I wanted to go. And yeah, since then it's been like art all the way. And that's been like my guiding point with all of the decisions and different things that I've done in my career along the way. Yeah. I can remember that I was shooting myself. I'm like, I should, I should keep this career. I should keep this proper paycheck and be responsible and do it. But it just wasn't right. And I was getting sicker and sicker. Like that was a point where I got diagnosed with lupus. So I was like all this internal frustration and stress and just not following my correct path. It just all come out. And then I think from then, I think my confidence in myself and trust in self has, it's gotten stronger and stronger. How about you, Rose? I, I could talk
0: about me in a sec, but for you, like what I was hearing when you were talking was this whole feeling that you're meant for more, like you're not in the right place. It's not the right fit and you're meant for more. And sometimes it's hard to know what that more is, or it's hard to imagine what form that more is going to take. But you know within you that you're meant for more in this lifespan. I'm really glad you're out of that role.
1: I can't even imagine you in a fashion retail right yeah but all that stuff sort of builds on everything too like so I learned so much valuable like customer service skills and like all of that so I feel like that comes into play too it's that is really important in having an art career as well in terms of like sales and looking after your customers and all of that sort of stuff so you know it's not wasted in a way
0: This is a good point. And, you know, often now we're just turning this into a telephone chit chat, everybody. Welcome to our conversation. I know what you mean, because like I've had a few career things over the years and sometimes I've felt like, oh, well, that wasn't, why did I do that? Why am I chopping and changing? But actually every piece of the puzzle has led to where I am today. And I've grown through every piece of that puzzle. So when I was teaching, I learned the teaching skills. I learned dealing with difficult parents. Hello, parents, if you're listening um, <laughs> I learned how to do that piece of the puzzle. So like as we go along through our lives, we learn lots of different things from different sorts of places. But I still can't imagine you behind a
1: counter. Are you a fashion retailer? Just saying. Just saying. So your relationship with goals and in terms of like we were talking about, this is circling back to before, like removing that fear of failure because that's what some people come up with. It's like, oh, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. Or what if it doesn't work? And this is really frightening for me. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm doing this planning. What if it doesn't work out? Or like, what if it is an actual failure? Yeah. What's your thoughts on that, Roz?
0: I think the, to remove that fear of failure, we have to learn how to be friends with goals again. To do that, we need to set this world's smallest goals, prove to ourselves that we can achieve them and then stretch those goals after that as well. So I think it's that relationship is a really key piece of the puzzle. And then you can move on to, yeah, skyrocket those goals or build those goals to something even closer to your dreams. So yeah, I think the way you approach goals, if you're somebody like me who has had the negative experiences with them, is really, really important. So that, and that's what we're going to be covering in our workshop as well. Some thrill, really friendly takes on goal setting that will get you where you want to go. That's the intention.
1: I'm just reading the show note and you put a quote, not hurdles in the way, hurdles on the way. What was that from? I can't remember. Oh no, just it
0: was from It was from a book called The Values Factor, which is, relates to the values that you were talking about before by John Martini. Martino, Martine, who?
1: I think it's Martin <laughs> Sorry. <On. laughs> we should Google it. We should Google it and put it in the show notes. For anyone that's curious, <laughs> it's John Martini. And he just talks about
0: failures not as not being failures, but instead they are hurdles on the way to success rather than hurdles that are blocking you from success. I really, really love that. And that aligns, I think, with your mindset from what I've picked up as well, because I think, I mean, we've all had what could be called failures in our lives and in our art business, but you've got a unique sort of take on that, don't you, Laura?
1: Well, I don't know if it's unique. I feel like lots of
0: people you're unique. You're a special unicorn, Laura.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't see failures as failures. I see as failures like as chance, a chance to learn and grow, or shift on a different path or think of a new strategy to approach it with. It's not really a failure or a letdown or rejection in a way like it's actually, well, maybe promoting it in that way wasn't the best way to do it. So maybe I should try a different tactic or maybe that project didn't work out because something better is available to me.
0: So it's like almost like
1: an invitation to
0: learn and to improve in your business strategy. I really, really love that. And I think part of that thinking is the thought and the belief. Maybe it's all around self-belief, the belief that you will succeed. The success is inevitable. It is going to happen. It's just about working out the best way to get to that end destination. And I think you have that faith and that belief. And I think that's why you have this particular take on inverted commas failure.
1: Yeah. It's so interesting, isn't it? Like different outlooks. Yeah. And we'd love to know as listeners
0: today as well, drop us a DM over on Instagram or an email because we'd love to know what's your take? What's your experience with failures? Or I shouldn't say failures, but hurdles, challenges. What is your experience with that? And yeah, have you worked out a way to shift beyond that negative mindset and move into that possibility, that world of possibility
1: instead? So let's have a think about potential goals or things that aspiring artists And emerging artists might want to create for themselves in this year. A few of the things that I was possibly thinking of was maybe making a portfolio. So, like starting and building your portfolio and really just working on your work and digging in, potentially building that regular creative practice. Maybe they want to develop their skills or enroll in some sort of education. I'm taking notes. <laughs> I love it.
0: Um yeah, so the creative practice like the foundation, the foundation for your art practice is the art. So I love that. So the creative practice, the routines, the skill building, maybe even the style piece as well, so trying to line up your style. And then related to that, I see that sort of flowing then into that portfolio space. But again, with the portfolio My head automatically went to what type of art business are you trying to build? So if you're trying to build an art business that has your work in retail galleries, for example, or even fine art galleries, having a portfolio is a really handy way to present your art to them. So with that clarity around your goals, like your big picture goals and your vision, then you can set those smaller goals and those smaller steps of creating your work, creating your portfolio, for example. Other ones that I would put in there are any sort of exhibitions that you might be want to be part of, planning out also your art prizes if you want to do that across the year so they're spread out so you're not overwhelmed, so you know what's coming up and even popping that on a wall planner. These are all things that we'll be covering as well in the workshop, which is coming up. Yay, Yay.
1: so excited. Yay, <laughs> so excited. I'm thinking about marketing and online presence. So that might be a theme for the year. Maybe you've been wanting to put together a website and it's just you didn't get a chance to do it the previous year. So that might be a big goal for you. Social media could be so amping up the game on social media, maybe figuring out a strategy or a posting schedule for yourself. In a way, I'm going to interject. In a way that is fun, simple, and
0: easy. This has been a bit of a theme in my space at the moment. So, how to do all of these things that you want to do, but to do them in a way that is fun, simple, and easy is really, really key. So, yeah, we're not we're not going to be spooking unrealistic goals around here, and we're not going to be spooking techniques and strategies that are going to send you to burnout. We're going to be very realistic and very loving with our suggestions for you.
1: So building community, like maybe finding some local art friends or networking. So getting more involved in your local art community, getting out to industry events or exhibitions, maybe getting involved with your local council and different opportunities. So yeah, that could be another thing. Roz, I'm going to bring up a scary one. Oh, what? Financial goals. Oh. Oh.
0: Actually really fun, okay, so if you can take your emotions out of finances, <laughs> good luck with that no no no, we're here to help we're here to help If you can take your fi- your emotions out of the finances, it's actually quite fun. so you you just have to do take some sort of really simple steps so like what is your financial goal for the year ahead? How much do you want to pay yourself? That's a fun one. What are your base business expenses you're recurring? what do you sell and how many of those you need to sell in order to hit that target? Sometimes if those numbers come up as unrealistic, that's when it's just like an invitation to you, like we talked about before with the failure piece, Laura. It's an invitation to you to redesign things and redesign it in a way that is actually going to get you where you want to go. So, yeah, that's a good one. Financial goals, I like that.
1: Just writing that down. <laughs> <laughs> We've already talked about exhibiting, haven't we? You might want to set up for some commissions. So you might want to set up a page or some sort of process for you to take on art commissions. And you might not have like a structure or a place for potential customers to land on your website with you doing commissions. And you could set up some sort of strategy in place with that and print on demand. You might want to go and research that system
0: so that you can have your, your prints or your products printed without less you know without all the hassle of you having to carry it and trying to set that up externally that's another option as well now I was also with all these amazing ideas were we going to talk about those two action steps in preparation for the upcoming workshop
1: yeah I think so I mean we've already sort of brainstormed and I hope that we're getting you excited about all of the potentials in your art business and maybe you want to like list them all and we'll probably explain in the workshop why that's a bad idea and you will crash and burn. But (laughs) maybe it sort of sparks some ideas for you and maybe this is a time for you to either pause the recording and go and get a notebook and pen and paper to write some things down because we're going to give you some prompts for you to think about all these amazing things that you would like to bring into your art business and have a little bit of a sort of a structure around it and yeah, just get a little bit more clarity. How does that sound? I think I'm excited. All right. So
0: step number one, do you want, am I doing this?
1: Yeah, you can start, go for it if you
0: like. Step number one, pull out a piece of paper and put a line in the middle so you can make two lists. Over to you, step number two.
1: The purpose of the exercise is to brainstorm goal ideas and to identify around five areas that could be turned into goals for your year. So, like Roz said, step one, line in the middle. We're creating two lists. So, the first list is listing everything that you want to do. And this is listing all the things that you want to be do and have within the next one to five years. So this is big picture, visioning, thinking about all the things that you want to create and it's who you want to be, what actually you want to do, physically do, what you want to have in that one to five year vision. And then step number two is listing everything that you don't want. So maybe having a think about like over the last Yeah, like some challenging events and some things that like potentially didn't help or weren't useful or didn't work and make a list of all the things that you don't want. And then so all of these things, the list of what you do want and the list of what you don't want will start to form and create more clarity around what you're wanting to bring more of into your life. And then the next step is circling five potential, you could do five or six, you know, you sort of just don't want to overcommit or be too ambitious. Well, I love ambition. So that's probably the wrong, wrong word for it, but love ambition. It's being practical about how much you can actually fit within your year. This is the prime example of why you need to be at our workshop.
0: Because you're going to get a balance between me and Laura and you're, we're going to find you a happy medium where you are like in the zone and in the ultimate goal setting zone for the way you are as your own unique individual sort of a human. You see what I mean? So, um, sorry, my kiddos came home during while you were explaining that. So I was like muted. <laughs> Did you notice? Yeah, yeah, I did. That's why I run with it. <laughs> oh, thank you. You could probably hear a bit of background noise, but anyway. But yes, yeah, so this is really true. So we're going to be yeah finding this beautiful balance. But in my opinion, at this point in the process, Laura, we're just sort of doing this massive brain dump of all these things that we want more of, and then all these things we want less of, and then we're going to be bringing them together after that to make a plan that is achievable because we're all about that positive relationship with goals.
1: Yeah, that achievable, and everyone's. Sets their own pace. Like you get to set the pace for yourself and you get to decide whether it's the right pace or not. And then you can reevaluate. And I know that some people might not have the biggest energetic capacity to do all these things. So I don't want comparison to come into this picture as well. This is setting the right things for you, being in alignment with your values, but then also keeping in mind what your personal capacity is. So, if you're only able to work maybe 10 to 15 hours a week, then you know, you can sort of bring some compassion and self-kindness to yourself in setting these goals because it might just take a bit of a slower time for things to unfold for you, and that's totally okay, and that's the approach that I take because I made myself sick over many years. Trying to fit into the hustle mindset and the striving mindset, and comparing myself to other people on the internet that were doing amazing things. But I was just at the start of my journey and they were 10 years ahead, and my energetic capacity was totally different to them. So, yeah, and we'll cover all over all of this in in the workshop as well. But with this process, now that you've got those two lists, we want to bring the list down and really identify five or six things that really get you excited or you're really inspired about for the next 12 months.
0: I absolutely love this. And also, meanwhile, my daughter just walked in with no knickers on, Laura. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, do not come on camera.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to blur it out.
0: (laughs) No, it's okay. She didn't come on camera. Um, Thank you so much for sort of, you know, running with that um, as I was distracted. But this is going to be absolutely amazing. So once all of you have gone through those key steps and sort of stepped into that dream space, analyze what you don't want in your year ahead, um, go on over to sign up for our workshop because we look forward to supporting you with your plans for next year.
1: So it's in the show notes, but also I will let you know the URL again. It's permissiontopaint.co slash design your year. And we're so excited about this. You get to hang out with me and Roz. We all get to put our plans in place and think about the artists that we want to be and the career that we want to build. And we will be able to have and create a solid plan for you and solid goals for you to work towards over the next 12 months. So if you're wanting some specific support as well, uh, don't forget that Ross and I both do one-on-one coaching. So if you're wanting to have that extra layer of support and accountability for new and emerging artists, and yeah, if you're wanting that extra help to like really realize your dreams definitely check out both of our websites we'll put that in the show notes as well but i'd also like to mention cuz it's sort of related to this episode as well i've got my goal setting guide on my website i've also got a 5 week project planner which will be helpful for all of these amazing things that we're writing down and aspire to achieve so the they can be found at slash and yeah, just pop your email address in and they will be yours.
0: Absolutely amazing. This is going to be
1: epic. So
0: that's it for us, I think, today. Yeah, it is. Well, thank you everybody for joining us for our episode today. Make sure that you do register for our workshop because it's coming up super duper soon. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts where you can leave a written review, include your Instagram handle so we can give you a shout out. If you're listening on Spotify, give us that that five stars because that really helps us to reach even more creatives like you and help them on their journey as well. Until next time we see you, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.